An old Hasidic Jewish story tells of a disciple who asked his rabbi the meaning of community as they were sitting around a coal fire one evening. The rabbi didn't say anything, but let the fire die down to a few glowing pieces of wood coal. Then he got up, took some tongs, and placed one coal to the side of the glowing pile. The coals remaining in the fire continued to burn and glow, but the coal sitting to the side gradually changed color from height, hot, bright orange to the warm glow of peach to cold and gray. The rabbi then put another log on the fire, and it rekindled into hot flames and bright colors and continued to warm them on the chilly night. Like the coals in the fire, it is in the company of other believers in Christ that our faith comes alive and is sustained. It is in the company of other believers in Christ that we have the hope of the resurrection. And it is in the company of other believers in Christ that we share Christ's love in the world. As the letter to the Ephesians tells us, this company of other believers in Christ was known as saints in the early church The Greek word for saint is the most commonly used title to refer to fellow Christians in the New Testament. And that is how I'm going to use it today. Ephesians is thus an appropriate reading for All Saints Sunday. Ephesians is perhaps a letter written by Paul, but that is in doubt due to linguistic and theological differences with other Pauline letters that are affirmed to have been written by him. It was likely a letter that actually circulated among a bunch of several churches rather than a a letter to a single church about a single issue. One of the things that is notable in this letter is that it has soaring language about the unity in Christ. Ephesians reminds us that it is God's plan to gather all things to Christ, things in heaven and on earth. God's glory is found in this unity. Now, there is unity in Christ in time, and there is unity in Christ across time in the letter to the Ephesians. Unity of Christ in time is about the present time, and this unity comes when we partner with God to cause the divisions among us to cease. In the early church, the greatest divisions were between the Jewish and Gentile followers of Christ, but there were also divisions of class, which the Jewish people and the early Christians sought to mitigate by sharing their resources, and there were divisions of political allegiance, with the Roman oppressor finding followers both among the Jews and the Gentiles. So Ephesians, so the Ephesians are reminded that God is working in the present time to bring about unity of all things in God. We need this reminder too. For when we separate ourselves from others, we are removing ourselves from the fire, the heat of the fire. When we separate ourselves from others, no matter if that occurs intentionally because we can't fathom how Democrats or Republicans live with themselves, or it occurs inadvertently because of where we live or where we shop, And it just happens to be that those places are where we see people who mostly look like us. 
Whenever these happen, inadvertently or intentionally, we are moving at cross purposes to God's drive towards unity of all things in Christ in the present time. We become the single coal, gray and cold, sitting outside the warmth of the fire. Instead of separating ourselves, Ephesians calls us to hope in the working of God's power to heal divisions. It's our call as individuals and as the church, and it's why we fund a justice ministry at St. B's in our budget. It's why we discuss hard questions of social justice, and it's why we seek to heal racial wounds from long ago and today, because we are called to live to seek, to cultivate, to work together for the praise of God's glory, says Ephesians. And that is the glory of God in the unity of all things in heaven and on earth in Christ. And God's plan is to drive toward unity in Christ, not just in the present time, but across time. And that includes the past and the future. On this, our celebration of All Saints Sunday, we remember that as we sit in these pews, it is not just us sitting here, but all the saints, all the Christians who came before us, making it possible for the fire of the Holy Spirit to enlighten the eyes of our heart so that we know the hope of Christ. That's out of our lesson today. Unity across time is found in Christ rising from the dead because our inheritance is the hope of our salvation in Christ. And this hope of the salvation in Christ is passed from generation to generation like a family heirloom. It's like the family Bible or a grandfather's watch or great-grandmother's wedding ring that get passed along. And this unity in Christ across time for the glory of God is why we fund beautiful music and liturgy in our budget. This is why we share our stories with our children and our youth in formation. And this is why we have a thriving young adults ministry to continue to connect the past and the present and the future. The fire of Christ is built with the hot coals of today and with the coals of the fire at the beginning of time and at the end of time. And if we don't accept the offer to be part of this fire of Christ, we do more than lose our community today. We lose the community of Christians who have come before us and who will come after us. We fail to participate in God's plan of unity for all creation across time. God's plan of unity of creation is ultimately about recognizing that Christ is the fullness of all things that it is Christ who fills all in all, as Ephesians tells us in that last line of our reading today. The letter to the Ephesians is also known for this theology, that all creation is Christ, so that no matter where we go and what we do, we can experience Christ and the hope of the resurrection. Nothing remains outside of Christ. And the church as Christ's body, is part of this fullness. We can know Christ and the hope of the resurrection at St. B's, and also when we go out into the community in Christ's name to express Christ's love in the world. Because Christ is already there. Christ is everywhere. And to live into the fullness of Christ in all things is why we volunteer each month as a community with the branch or shower up. 
It's why we offer shelter to the unhoused men and women who come here on Saturday evenings in the winter months as part of our Room in the Inn ministry. And it's why we give away 10% of our St. B's budget, that's actually God's budget, to community organizations through our Mission and Outreach Committee. 10% this past year is $124,000. $124,000 into the local and global community. And we do this because the fire of Christ, the hot coals that burn, do not just burn here in the fire pits in our St. Bee's garden or in the censer burning our incense today, but burn brightly throughout the greater Nashville area and the world. The communion of saints is everywhere. And as part of Christ's body, we are called to support God's saints no matter where they are or who they are, doing God's work in Christ's name for the glory of God and through God's great power in Christ. You all thought this was an all-saints sermon. And it is. But it is also a sermon tied to our season of gratitude and generosity, our giving campaign. Because to be a saint, to be a Christ follower, is to be part of a church community. It's to be a bright coal in the fire, not one that's lost its flame on the outside. To be a saint is to be part of the body of Christ, living into the fullness of the world that is Christ. But we can't do that without your financial promise for next year. So we ask you now to commit to give to St. B's in 2023 because we are part of the communion of saints the Christ followers, who are integral to God's plan to bring unity to this broken world in the present and across time. Through what we do at St. B's for the glory of God and what we do in Nashville and the greater world. We can talk all we want about being the body of Christ, but we can't fully live into it without our worship, our Christian education classes for all ages, our work on justice issues, our acts of mercy and charity, and our community activities and our prayer that bring us together. To be a saint, a Christ follower, comes with the hope of our salvation and the responsibility to show the world what it means to live with this hope. Through God's grace and your support, St. B's, as part of the body of Christ and the communion of saints, will continue to participate in God's plan to reconcile all things in heaven and on earth in the fullness of Christ who is all in all. So on this All Saints Sunday, as the author of the Ephesian writes, so I say to you, I have heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love toward all the saints and for this reason I do not cease to give thanks to, for you as I remember you in my prayers. Thanks be to God for you who are the saints of St. Bees. Amen. <laughs>